Here's a little joke. What did James Gandolfini say when he opened his rations bag? His rations bag. Rations? Yeah. Rations bag. He said, hey, Boromir, did you eat all my goblin ghoul? Okay. Okay. So James Gandalf, Edie. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a rations bag. Is he part of the fellowship? What? Yeah, right at first is James Gandolfini. Okay. He comes back as Gandolfini the White. <laughs> yeah, James Gandolfini the Whiter. So what's the ghoul part? I was because I was in, envis- like envisioning ghoul, you know, like a ghost. Well, mm-hmm. it's a G-H-B-L. it's a goulash. Oh, okay. But they call okay. it ghoul. I understand. It's yeah. a kind of stew, I guess. So Gandalf is eating goblins. <laughs> <laughs> <That> seems crazy. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to The Glowing Hour. It's a podcast for smart and irresponsible families. I'm your host, Josh. I'm here with Caleb. Hi. And Gabe. Hi. And we are going to get into it. Is there anything we need to cover right off the top? Any business that we need to get out of the way? Uh, I just wanted to thank everybody that's decided to tune in and have a listen so far. We really appreciate it. And I just thought I thought that it would be good to right at the top of the show, because usually that happens at the end of the show, just right at the top of the show, just to kind of focus on that for a second. What do you think, Josh? I think it's good. I do think yeah. that, that it's that we need to thank them. Like what they've been listening for probably maybe maybe a little over a minute. I think it's good to maybe every minute or two. Yeah, <laughs> thank yeah. them for listening so far. I okay. do think we should. That is a good note, Gabe. I'm actually so on board with that. At right. first, when you did it, I thought maybe you were sort of just pandering, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. Oh. I think as we go, we should encourage listeners to continue listening. Great. Okay. I, I do want to circle back and just make it clear that I, I was pandering. You were pandering. So, okay. Yeah. Okay. And we, and one um, thing we have talked about is how we do want to make sure that our intentions and attitudes are being portrayed like in real time, that we're really right. getting it across. And yes. so Gabe's doing a great job because I felt like he was just kissing our listeners' butts. Yes. And, and that's what I want to yeah. do. Yep. Yeah. And let's keep moving. Let's get right into our good news, bad news. It's our first segment today. Well, you got good news. I got bad news for you. Bad news. There's nothing your veterinarian can do to save your cat. Good news. You don't have to worry about burial costs. Your kind, caring veterinarian has a box full of great cat recipes that he can't wait to try out. (laughs) Mm. yeah i mean that's the last thing you want to deal with if you're in that situation is like what do i do do i cremate the cat do i just bury him you know in a bag in the backyard and to just have a veterinarian that can just take him right off your hands is awesome is this guy doing it for this just cats that he likes or Mm -hmm. because i'm wondering if is this veterinarian maybe a certain character or like a puppet like character from uh from a sitcom in the 80s yeah that's a great question i don't 
I don't know who your veterinarian is. That's what it yeah. says here is your veterinarian. Yeah. So, is it is your is this veterinarian Alf White? <laughs> oh, that's great. That's really good. That's, that's I, a little creature's crazy no, small. Nobody, nobody will get that, but I actually think it's great. I Excellent. think it's fantastic. <laughs> that's well, really good. That's really good. Okay. That's amazing. You, and as a reward, you get to go next, right, Caleb? That's right. Okay, good news. Your doctor said you are healthy. Bad news. Your doctor also revealed in casual conversation that he had to have spinal surgery to correct his scoliosis. Now, you're wondering if you can trust the opinion of a doctor who had scoliosis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like physician heal thyself. Right. Right. I also don't know how common it is for doctors to make diagnoses based on things that are happening to them precisely, what do you, mean? you know. Like they're not making most of the doctors I've interacted with, which is zero, um, is that they. So I, I'll just stop talking. <laughs> <laughs> Based on the 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 actual structure of your argument and the thing that you're complaining about, <laughs> just stop talking, and we should just move on. Okay. Um, <clears throat> So uh, here's mine. It's a it's a bad news, good news. Bad news, you got ringworm. Good news, it was from not taking baths, which rules because baths suck. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Um, so wait, can you get you can get that's how you can get ringworm? Because I've been showering. Oh, I see what you're saying. Well, yeah, no, no, no. That that it's ba it's bathing that you need to do. Oh, okay. Right. Oh, I thought it just was general hygiene. Like if you have good hygiene, you're protected from ringworm and other parasites, but that's not the so case. No, that, so that's, that's true. It's, oh. it's, but what I'm saying is I would include, sho include showering as a subset of bathing. Oh, okay. Oh, I understand. Now I understand. Even though it's not etym etymologically related, it still can fit into the, the category. I was going to say, so Gabe, you think you can have good hygiene and not bathe? Let's oh, keep moving. Let's I keep moving. Gabe, your turn. Okay. <laughs> good news. You performed the ritual perfectly, and your pronunciation of the especially tricky incantation was awe-inspiring. Bad news. Practicing witchcraft is a sin, and you're going to hell. Ooh. <laughs> 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 That's I mean, good. I got nothing to add. Yeah, I mean that—that that just I feel like is pretty open and shut. It's pretty, it's, pretty open and shut case. I did laugh, but I don't think it's funny. I think it's just true. Right. Yeah, dude, that's kind of part of comedy, isn't it? Sometimes yeah. it is. Is yeah. when you say things that are not funny. That's part uh -huh. of comedy. Yeah, <laughs> they're just <laughs> they're true. Just true. Caleb, you have another one. I got another one. Good news. Your cat and your dog get along. Bad news. Your dog gave your cat a promise ring. <laughs> okay. So it's... I have an idea of why that's bad news. Mm -hmm. Is it just because the whole promise ring thing is, is really stupid? Or is it that you don't want them to... Hook up. 
Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't want them. Well, right. I mean, the thing, the issue for me is that my dog is supposed to be a breeding animal for, mm. for the, for other dogs. Mm -hmm. But now he has a promise ring for the cat. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. I see. He's kind of, he's kind of like basically betrothed to a yeah. cat. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't have this dog cheating on the cat with other dogs. Can't do that. You're complicit <laughs> in that infidelity. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, oh, that does suck. <laughs> guys, I've got one more here. Let's go for it. It's a good news, bad news. Your daughters are happy that they have a friend over. Bad news. Your daughter's friend watched three people in your family vomit from car sickness and then also saw the way you guys drink milkshakes at Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Question. What's up? Is the way you drink milkshakes at Chick-fil-A different than other places? <laughs> yeah. Is there something especially bad about when you go to Chick-fil-A? Well, it's indoors. <laughs> okay. So does it way more work for everyone at the chip leg? Yeah, it's it's much easier when they could just hose it down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> just at Sonic, that's why they have those graded yeah. tables, like the grate right. tables, right. and you can just spray them down. Nothing's getting oh, caught man. in there. Nope. No chunks. Oh, They're just sliding right through. And the sequencing of things mm. did the milkshakes precede the vomiting or okay, made room. <laughs> You made room for the milkshakes. <laughs> Guys, the next segment that we have is called Parables. And what it is, is that we have parables to read. Um, Gabe, do you have a parable? I know that Caleb and I do. I don't. I okay. try not to be too pushy with morals. That, yes. Thank you. for Thank you for, for being that way. Caleb and I, um, we're going to make up for your failures there. I think Gabe could take this moment without a parable to maybe thank the listeners again. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's thank a you. good point. Yeah. I'm not going to, but that is a good point. <laughs> okay. So, um, Caleb, I have a parable. I'm just learning the form. It's something that you're more practiced at. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think the two big ones are him and Jesus, right? <laughs> Aesop, Aesop, I think, is above uh, me. I'll go first so okay. that you can kind of close us out as, yeah. as, uh, as the champ here. Sure. Um, and again, I do think mine's a little long. I'm going to read it quickly here. Um, I'm still learning how this works. Mine is called The Parable of the Wedding Dress. Once, a beautiful bride-to-be sat in a mall food court journaling. She had already picked out her dress. When she showed the dress to her mother and bridesmaids, they all supported her choice, but were unanimous about the dress appearing maybe a little too absorbent. She dismissed their comments. Now, in her journal, she wrote that she had from childhood believed absorbency to be the most beautiful quality in a dress. <laughs> At her wedding reception, she and her new husband stood on a stage cutting the cake. Tables of food were arranged at the base of the stage, including an enormous vat of Sloppy Joe filling. <laughs> As they each picked up a slice of cake, the bride and her husband noticed that they felt somewhat lightheaded. The authorities later discovered that the sloppy Joe fumes had concentrated up <laughs> on the stage at dangerous levels due to inadequate ventilation. The bride feebly jammed cake into her husband's face and then was so overcome that she stumbled to the edge of the stage and fell into the vat of sloppy Joe's. 
So absorbent was the dress that its weight dragged her to the bottom of the vat where she drowned. (laughs) Moral. The qualities that some find nice may actually be their greatest vice. <laughs> how, so, Josh, how did the authorities later on find out that you mm-hmm. I thought you guys might ask. And, <laughs> <laughs> and, and they do, they have, you know, they, it's basically a spectrograph that they can come in Mm. and just, you know, when they're responding to something like this, they're going to make sure to, you know, do that kind of forensic investigation. Maybe there were fumes involved. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, That's mm -hmm. good. That's good. Okay. um, Here's my parable. The parable of the king. Once there was a king, but he was the only one who knew it. He tried wearing a crown and fancy robe, so maybe everyone would just realize he was king. But his co-workers at Kinko's just said he was eccentric. (laughs) He tried hiring a town crier to tell everyone he was the king, but no one in the mall believed the town crier. The patrons of the East City Mall said the crier's crying lacked conviction. After the king beheaded the town crier in the food court for not being convincing (laughs) enough, people started second-guessing themselves. Maybe this guy was king. Who else would have the gall to wear a robe and crown and behead the lackluster town crier? Only a real king would do that. (laughs) The moral is... Real King's murder. <laughs> so wow. pretty crazy that we had food courts in both of our it's food courts. It's weird. It's, it's pretty weird, especially <laughs> since they're immaterial to the substance of the yeah. of each I don't one. know. It fits more with Caleb's to be to be fair. Like that is kind of the new town square. Everyone's talking about Twitter, but food mm-hmm. court. Yeah. <laughs> Who's the town crier on Twitter? <laughs> uh, oh, and all those woke people. Yeah. Crying. Those They're, snowflakes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you get enough snowflakes, you know what you can, you know what happens. Avalanche. Make a, well, no, you can make a snowman oh. or snow fort okay. or something like that. Yeah. 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 Or sorry, Yellow snow person. Snow. We can make a snowman or a woman. Yeah. Sure. Or person. Or person. If you want to make a snowman... You know how you do that, right? You can make a snow postal employee. Yeah. Mail carrier. Snow mail snow carrier. Snow mail carrier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I was just going to say you could just make them put big muscles and stuff. Yeah. Uh, big muscles on a snowman? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yep. We all want strong snowmen. Let's move on. Next up, it's our Gloman of the Week. Tell me your Gloment of the week. This is uh, that's gl- that's gloman, and it's like moment. So this is a moment in our past week or so that um, we thought was noteworthy, and um, and so Caleb, would you start us off with your gloment of the week? I surely can. My shrimpy physical therapist didn't show up this week. Uh, instead, it was a woman. Uh, she's nice, 
but I can only guess why my scrawny little physical therapist didn't show up. And that's because I'm almost done with my physical therapy. And you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Fight time. Yep. That's right. He knows he's in trouble. That's right. It's punch o'clock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Physical Therapy. It's punch 30. <laughs> It's punch. It's punch o'clock. Punch thirty. It's kind of a bummer that punch o'clock has a specific meaning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's actually that much of a bummer because okay. it actually fits in perfectly with my physical therapy because that has been sometimes what I do. You have to. He has you punch a clock. He had me punching clocks. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Sort of a thing. My physical therapist is scrawny and he has a hook for a uh-huh. hand. Oh. oh. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's Um, a weird, that's a, it's funny that you haven't mentioned that detail previously. It's kind of weird. I know. know. So he has me punch a clock sometimes as part of my exercise. He knows I'm too much of a gentleman to fight a woman. Right. Uh, Especially a woman who's going to be a surrogate mother. That's what Mm -hmm. she told me. Oh. Oh, wow. But it's not any of her genes. It's just the egg from Mm -hmm. another Woman, it's it's pretty crazy to me. I did not know about all that. It's insane. That's how they do it now. Um. <clears throat> anyway, I think my old uh fat whistling Mormon physical therapist is just kind of afraid to train me too. Okay. Because he's seen uh my huge gains. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he's he can't do it either. So it falls in the shoulders of this woman. And uh. And she's safe because I won't punch a, a woman because of my right. morals. They're conspiring to avoid conflict with you. It was a fine week. And honestly, I did get a lot of workout because I wanted to impress the woman. Um, and so I did do more reps than I usually do. And so, you know, which is more danger for the physical therapist when it comes back next week because... I think maybe um, I think I'm ready to fight and it's yeah. going to be time for that. So when he shows up, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be like Kato in uh, Pink mm-hmm. Panther. Mm-hmm. They're going to, they're going to be like, okay, this is the room you wait in. Cause that's what they do. They bring you okay. in and they have you wait in a room for them. Mm-hmm. And they put like heating pads on your back or whatever, or you mm-hmm. lay on a heating pad. Either way, they've done it both ways. Mm-hmm. But Just, like Pink in, mm-hmm. Just like Pink Panther. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to bring in like a dummy, right? Mm. And then uh, put my position myself over near the coat rack, like it's like like a like I'm a hoodie. Mm. <laughs> you know how hoodies are over near the coat rack. Yeah. <laughs> well, I figured that's the best way I could do it. Put it over yeah. my head. Like yeah, and on the there. coat rack. Yeah. Right. That's brilliant. And it reminds me of did you, one of the one of the biggest principles of physical therapy is yeah. there's no right way to use a heating pad. <laughs> right. They're always just trying something. They're, dude, I think the reason that they made me this last time I went, I laid down and they put it on my back, mm-hmm. not put it on the, the the little like bed and then lay on yeah. top of it. And I think the reason they did that is because I whenever they do it, they put too much towels on it and i don't feel mm-hmm. the heat so i take mm-hmm. towels off yeah and i'm like well and then so i don't think they like that or something, or something. so this time they're like we're gonna think of a way 
to make sure we get all of our towels in there and he can't change it because I can't, I mean, I could change it probably, but I don't know. I'm also, I mean, it sounds like you're totally justified to kick all these people's asses is what it's yeah, that's, I, I mean, think so. That's what I'm I have I'm a surprisingly hearing. antagonistic relationship with my yeah. physical therapist. You do. Yeah. The and, people that are helping you. Yes. Yeah. And in order to avoid um, maybe some potential legal uh, entanglements, I think it's time for us to move on. Gabe, now it's time for you to tell us about your gloment of the week. I was leaving the grocery store and I saw this young guy walking from his car to the grocery store. It's wintertime currently. There's ice and snow about. And I saw this young guy slip on a patch of ice and he fell. He was fine. But his reaction made me chuckle because he slipped and he kind of went back, like onto his back and landed on his elbow. And he grimaced and he looked at me and he goes, oh, he goes, oh, I just didn't see it. (laughs) 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 And it was, it was almost like apologetic. Like he was like, oh, sorry, I just didn't see. Oh, and it was like, it was very confusing to me. And I, and I was like, oh, are you okay? And he said, oh yeah, I'll be fine. And he got up and like, you know, of course was it's like you don't want anyone around if you no. fall and you're fine. Yeah, yeah. You don't want anyone yeah. there. <laughs> you said, did you say he rolled? Did he say I'm fine and then he started rolling away? <laughs> he just rolled away. He just rolled over to the cart return. So you don't know. <laughs> No cars would, no vehicles would run over him. You just rolled right out into the street. <laughs> I'm fine. No, no, no. no. I'm totally fine. He rolled, he rolled up to the crosswalk and waited, and then cars stopped, and yep. he rolled. Yep. <laughs> yep. You follow. You followed him in your car, and he was just rolling up the hill. <laughs> He got to his home, which is his second-floor apartment, and he rolled up the yeah. step. <laughs> We're talking like, like hot dog roll, like hot yeah. dog roll. Yes, yes, yeah. okay. absolutely. Long ways. <laughs> yeah, long ways. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> oh my now it's time for us to roll on to my gloment of the week. Oh, yes. Nice transition. I was chatting with the guys at work about how I thought I had ringworm. And they said probably, <laughs> not. And they said, probably not because people who bathe regularly pretty much can't get ringworm. And then they kind of looked around at each other and avoided eye contact. And we stopped talking and then we went back to work. So I went to the doctor and found out that I had ringworm and the doctor wrote me a prescription that said, please take a bath. So (laughs) it's embarrassing to get ringworm, but also how do they know for sure that I don't have diamond ringworm? That's, that's the executive version of the fungal infection exclusively contracted by the upper crust of society. Mm-hmm. Oh. One percenters. One percenters One percenter. get diamond ringworm. 
Bring maybe that's what I have. And how do you know yeah. I don't and prove it? Yeah. Um, well, I don't know, Josh. That seems – I think you'd have to be- have a better home. Mm. You think my home's not good enough to have, have diamond, diamond ringworm? ringworm? Diamond ringworm wouldn't, wouldn't be caught dead in your home. Well, that's true. That's true. Diamond ringworm. Well, it's not in his home. Requires what's that? Yeah, it's not. The question is, would it be would it be caught dead all over my abdomen and arms? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, maybe I can see that. That's some good real estate. And with that, we're we're at the end of the gloment of the week, and we can move on finally to moviechat.org chat. Uh, This week, I I was revisiting an old classic. To, uh, Stanley Kubrick's 2001 A Space Odyssey from 1968. And I think it's funny that the genre is listed on moviechat.org as adventure slash sci-fi. Wow. <laughs> adventure. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, there's, people are journeying and they have yeah. sort of grand goals in that film, but it is, I don't know if I... There are monkeys having battles. For those that don't know, quick plot synopsis. After uncovering a mysterious artifact buried beneath the lunar surface, a spacecraft is sent to Jupiter to find its origins. A spacecraft manned by two men and the supercomputer HAL 9000. That's H-A-L 9000. Um, And like we've said with moviechat.org, it's not really about just reviews or mm-hmm. trivia necessarily. It's just kind of movie chat is a good mm-hmm. name for the website. But uh, I found this post related to 2001 pretty interesting. It was made six years ago by Batman six. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it has 65 replies. Whoa. Uh, the title of, of this post is this film has no plot. <laughs> And the body is, it's just random bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the entirety of the post about 2001 A Space Odyssey. And I think that's a brave comment because the author offers no reasoning behind that opinion or that thought. Um, uh, And... um, also, after digging in a little bit beneath the surface, those 65 replies, I mean, obviously, it's a pretty hot take on the movie. Um, and there's lots of, I don't know, 1,200 word responses as to why this person's opinion might be incorrect, because it's a pretty widely acclaimed film. Um, and... Batman six has not responded to any of them or given <laughs> any other evidence for why they hold that opinion. And I just think that kind of bravery is good to see out there. It is good. It is good. It's good to see someone make, make a statement and then stick to their guns by never, say, yeah, never offering any more evidence for it. Completely disengaging with the, with the discourse entirely. I mean, it's that great. is what a hot cake is, is that, it's, you know, uh, someone saying something and not really having evidence for it, mm-hmm. I feel like. Or some kind, something kind of controversial, right? I don't know. Just shooting from the hip. Ha- having a hot take doesn't necessitate not having done any research or right. thought 
about your position at all. It doesn't necessitate a hot cake does not necessitate that, but but some oftentimes they're accompanied by little to no research. Mm-hmm. I, I I do I agree I I completely agree with that. Um, that's true, and again, sometimes the truth is the is the greatest comic move. Yes, yes. even even right. when it's not funny. Some people would be concerned about being stupid or or unenlightened or something, but this guy just lays it all out there and says what he sees. And more people need to do that. Yeah, that's true. If we could get a whole internet full of people just uh-huh. just not asserting. To share their real opinion. Well, if you look at the six years since this comment was posted, I mean, it really was sort of a progenitor of this idea, you know, in a certain sense. I don't know. I I just thought. That's true. Batman 6 was on the bleeding edge. Shout out to Batman 6. Shout out to Batman 6. And now it's a shout out to Caleb with another segment from moviechat.org chat. Hey, it's me, Caleb. So uh, this is uh, this is kind of off the beaten path. Um, I'm not sure if you guys are going to like this, and I'll never do it again if you don't, but I thought this was funny. Um, there's This is the title of the post. How long do you think I can get away with keeping our Christmas tree up before the wife tells me to take it down? <laughs> <laughs> this is posted four days ago by Andy King, 1967. Hold on. Is this, it's just a post, it's not under, you can post just generally just without. Just general, yeah, general discussion. Movie chat forums, general discussion. Okay. Okay, let me finish this. Some of you may remember last year here at King's Towers, I guess that's what he calls his home. Um, my wife and I had a psychological battle of epic royale proportions regarding the Christmas tree. And then he links to it. More than 20 posters tried to guess the date it would eventually come down, and I finally crumbled on February 13th. That's pretty good. Yeah. Time to place your bets. I'm going for one better, and we'll aim for February 14th, parentheses, Valentine's Day. Thank you. <laughs> Each day can only be allocated to one poster, so bet now to avoid disappointment. And then he has he keeps a running tally of people running thing of people who have guessed this. Um, that was funny to me. But then I thought also what happens that next is we cut to Howard Ratner, Adam Sandler's character from Uncut Gems, typing out a bet for Thanksgiving Day 2023. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is how I win. Yeah, this is how I win. That's um, great. And so I'm guessing I I just did a little quick math here, and in 2017, I believe this this guy, if we're going by his screen name, would have been 50 years old. Mm. Yeah. So he is he is like you know 50 55. Yeah. At this point, and he's yeah. and and this is this is the kind of thing. This is what he does. <laughs> he likes okay. to do. He names his home King's Towers mm-hmm. and then fights with his wife over keeping the Christmas tree up too long and involves other people. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you think this might be the king from your parable, Caleb? Mm. Oh, could be. Could, could be. be. 
<laughs> Sounds like the, just the sort of eccentric character yes. that you were describing. I like to imagine him wearing a crown and robe while typing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else? What else? What other attire should you don in King's yeah. Towers? <laughs> mm. And his wife should watch out. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> because as we know, kings can murder. That's yep. what makes them kings, yep. Uh, yep. according to you. According to the parable. Okay, I have a quick review here. This is Romeo. Some people say and Juliet or plus Juliet. Uh, 20th Century Fox, 1996. This movie straight up kicks butt. It is an old story, but with guns and drugs instead of swords and being sober. I saw this movie last week and immediately bought a gun. People should do this. People should do this to old stories more and add guns and drugs. I convinced my wife to let me get the gun because I want to make a movie about Noah's Ark, but with guns and drugs. Five glow sticks. It is a classic. It's a classic film. It's a classic story turned into a classic film with different, you know, uh, uh, with a great a great spin on it. Like you said, I like to think of that the the. Um... Yeah, the Noah's Ark with guns and how it would be like Noah's sons, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, like escorting animals up to the ark, <laughs> holding guns. <laughs> it does, that does take on a very different tone. Nope, two by two, two by two. The guy in a row with an AK-47 standing at the top of the ark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and do you know what the arc is called? What? We could cut this. <laughs> but it could be called Archschwitz. <laughs> like, I mean, it's funny because they're trying to save the animals. <laughs> <laughs> If they get out of yeah. <laughs> the animals are like, there's really no need. <laughs> we're, we're happy to go. Yeah. We actually don't understand what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't even know what a gun is. We've been compelled by God <laughs> to, to, to go to the ark. It's like, God's like, I mean, this is crazy, but these guys are the best that we can do. <laughs> Noah and his family. Because, you know, guys, real risk. Guys, oh, yeah. now, shut up, Gabe. Now it's time to listen to my song. Yes. Okay, here's the song for this week. And then we can talk about it a little bit. And then that's basically at the end of the podcast. So does anyone have any questions about this song before I play it? Is it about um, transport? There, um, no, there's almost no, there's basically no transport in it. So no other questions? No further questions. Continue. Uh, I did um, words. Do you put words in? Yeah, it's got words. Now let's listen. Yes. Let's listen to the song. Baldano's about to cry. Baldano's about to cry. He's got a catch in his voice. He's got a tear in his eye. Baldano's about to cry. Paul 
Small doesn't want any pie. Dano doesn't want none of your pie. He's got a fork in his hand, but there's a tear in his eye. Dano's neglecting his favorite pie. What's making Paul so upset? What's making him tremble and fret? He looks pale and infirm. And the people familiar can confirm that Paul's got real bad ringworm. <laughs> I do like when he's about to cry. That's one of my favorite aspects of his him as a performer. He seems yeah. like that he kind of lives he lives in in yeah. that space where he might be about to cry in, in a lot it's of like situations. If you push him one way, he'll break up crying. Push him the other way, he'll break up crying. You know, yeah. he'll just yeah. be crying. Extremes. Yeah. yeah. Extremes. I mean, I'm not even I'm not even talking about extremes. I'm just talking about anywhere off middle. It's like <laughs> <laughs> like he's like it's always about five yeah. degrees from crying. He's, he's like a like a criticism or like a congratulations away from crying. Yeah. <laughs> if it's a criticism, he cries out of his right eye. And if it's a congratulation, he cries out of his left eye. And the, the eyes, the tears from the right eye are red and the tears from the left eye are green. Is oh. what I, noticed. I mean, Paul Dano's got other medical issues that, yeah. that he needs to attend to. Is that a result of the ringworm? It could be. I guess if you let a fungal infection go far enough, maybe that's an outcome. Guys, it's been a great episode. Thank you so much for listening. Um, And I wish we'd said it more often throughout the episode. Me too. I thought several times I was going to, and I didn't. I thought about it every couple minutes, decided against it, but here's a good opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Gabe. To say thank you to our listeners. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, guys, Caleb and Gabe. Thank you for both listening and speaking. Both were a pleasure. Thank you. One more than than the other. Uh Each one more than the next. Um, And that's it for this week's episode of the glowing hour and please join us next week when we explore new topics and other movie chats. I just want to add really quickly. If you tell one person to listen, then just be careful who you choose to tell. Right. There's that. But also I would like all of our listeners to get together and find one person to tell. to listen. Okay. <laughs> just one more. Instead of each person telling another person have them all decide one person that they will all tell a democratic process just hey you know what let's all go over to joe's house and tell to listen to the guy's podcast yeah and stand there and look menacing yeah yeah do do your hand do some hand punching yeah Yeah. punch a clock Oh yeah! Bring what? a clock. Bring a clock and have one guy hold it like a karate <laughs> thing. <laughs> Just a clock. Bye. Bye. <laughs> what do you do when you actually have a good button? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>